0: Hello and welcome to the July DCM podcast. I had to think for a second whether it was actually July uh, there and the main reason is because it's stupidly hot. I think the heat has got to my brain (laughs) and uh, I couldn't really work out if it was July or August or even June. But anyway, it's the DCM podcast. My name's Tom Lanay. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast. If you have subscribed to the podcast, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what are you doing? Because you can just go to your iTunes account and click subscribe and then the podcast will be automatically uploaded to your podcast app. Uh, It's really easy, and it's a great way to make your life better. Joining me today is Tanya Easterman. Hello, Tanya.
1: Hello, Tom.
0: Now, Tanya Easterman uh, works for a company called Cinema First. Now, I won't bother explaining who, who Cinema First are, and it's not because I don't know. It's just that it would be much better if it came from Tanya herself. So we'll get onto to that in a second. But I usually do quite an, a, a, lot, a decent intro for our guests. So um, I'll tell you a little bit about Tanya's background. Tanya has a whole range of commercial experience. She's worked in commercial partnerships and the retail marketing team at Odeon. She's also worked on the agency side too. But since 2015, she's been working with Cinema First to manage um, their relationship with Compare the Market. That's great who, uh, hopefully you're aware, have a fairly integral part of the uh, cinema industry at the moment in their partnership with the exhibitors. Um, She also sits on the UK's first partnership marketing panel, which, according to LinkedIn, drives awareness of the strategic benefits of this discipline within the wider (laughs) marketing community. Uh, But most importantly, she's a massive film fan.
1: Well, I wouldn't be working in this industry if I wasn't.
0: Exactly. She's a massive film fan and she's an all-round font of knowledge about um, the cinema industry and the partnerships. So before we um, get on to the real intense conversation that we're about to have me a little bit about C- cinema first what what do they do and uh, what's your involvement with them
1: okay well uh cinema first is what i like to call the industry's be- best kept uh, secret um it was it's had a couple of um different names over the years um it was formed i think back in the late 90s um, or early 90s i should say its constituents are made up of um exhibitors uh, distributors as well. Um, Phil Clapp, who is the CEO of the UK Cinema Association, uh, sits on the board, as well as Mark Beatty, um, who heads up the Film Distributors Association um, as well. And essentially, um, it was brought um, into, into into its current form um, to basically um, promote cinema going and to raise awareness of, of film in the UK um, market. Um, well, it's best known for bringing um, Orange Two for One uh, Wednesdays um, into market, um, and most recently um, Meerkat Movies, which uh, started uh, by last April, so uh, quite a while ago now. Actually, it's flown past.
0: So you said it's made up of distributors and exhibitors. Which ones are we talking about?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so you've got Odeon, uh, you've got Cineworld, World, uh, View um, Empire, um, and that's about it.
0: Okay, perfect. And d- distributors, all the major distributors, Fox, Universal. You've got Fox,
1: Universal, uh, Sony and Studio Canal.
0: You mentioned that it was brought in f- to deal with the Orange 2 for 1 promotion. Was it brought in before that or was it brought in during it to manage it?
1: So um, I think at the time, uh, I wasn't around for that. Uh, this was back in, uh, well, Orange started uh, over 12 years ago, and um, and essentially what um, exhibition and distribution were trying to do was look at ways of increasing attendances midweek. So there's always been this tendency, um, as we know in the industry, for, um, for weekends to be the biggest biggest in terms of um, cinema going. So it was all about how can we start um, changing consumers' behaviour, how can we increase frequency of visit to the cinema, um, and how can we do that with a proposition that's going to be appealing to consumers and make it more affordable as well. Um, so they came up with the two for one uh, proposition. Um, chose Wednesdays as a good day to look at trying to increase that midweek attendance without cannibalising too much on the weekends. Um, and Orange came on board as that brand spart- uh, brand sponsor um, all those all those years ago. Um, so looking at kind of Orange's customer base, they had 17 million customers. Fantastic for us. There was a real good brand fit. Um, and uh, and also they were bringing quite a lot in terms of media value and creating awareness of cinema going um, as a leisure activity. And
0: it was a huge success. Orange Wednesdays wasn't huge it? Huge success. I mean, huge uh, success. for for DCM, we were obviously very happy with the um, the number of admissions it drove on a Wednesday. I think Wednesday became the second busiest day of the week for yes. the cinema going yes. after. Uh, some
1: weeks it was the busiest day of the week. Y- yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: amazing. And so, but Orange ended their association. Uh, the end of 2014 wasn't it or early into 2015 early into
1: 2015 yeah
0: and so, what was the discussions and process then? Were you obviously looking for a new partner, or was there discussions about changing it?
1: I think, um, I think you know, having a partnership, certainly from my experience, that runs for eleven years um, in any sector, not just um, cinema um, industry, is um, pretty incredible. Um, you don't really get that r- relationships that last that long. I think the Orange went through quite a big shift anyway um, internally. So Orange were merged with T-Mobile, they became EE, and there's a real focus. Um, in the later years around 4G and connectivity um, and the whole rebrand to EE. And I think it became less of a strategic partnership with the indus- with the cinema industry and more of just a sponsorship. It's so a bit more of a badging exercise, really. And I think there wasn't that overall brand alignment and that shared ambition. Um, so we felt it was a joint decision that, um, that the industry and EE, um, as it became, would part ways and what we were really looking for um, as a new um, partner to come on board, we were looking for a true strategic partnership. We were looking for a brand that um, had the vision, had the same ambition, and that was incredibly creative um, that was going to bring a new lease of life to the proposition really make it their own and also really want to collaborate with the industry um, across both exhibition and distribution as well and really raise the profile of cinema going um, so, and and compare the market came in they were the only um they were the only brand that during the the tender process that came in with their creative agency uh, vCCp blue um, and really kind of blew everybody away with their um, with their kind of their their vision i guess of, of of what they could do with the with the proposition and really make it their own and that became meerkat movies so you mentioned it started in april 2015 that's, that's correct. 16 months ago 15 months ago yeah 15 months ago uh, how's it been it's been it's been fantastic. I think it's been um, it's been a real learning curve both for myself. Um, you know, there was never um, my role before um, when um, Orange and later EE were the a brand partner. I think that was um, mainly due to the fact that. Um, you know having a new partner come on board and one that didn't know anything about the film industry and, and cinema going they needed someone to kind of help educate them and I think that over the last year there has been a huge education process in terms of how this industry works um, it's not the easiest one to get your head around when you first kind of come in um, and really um, needed someone to kind of hold their hands through that. We've we've seen some great successes um, in terms of um, the creative and the creative development I think of Meerkat movies. So we started off um, with Arnie um, as the sort of the talent association introducing um, the Meerkats to the world of kind of Hollywood. Um, Nicole Kidman came on board as the second talent association and then at the beginning of this year we had our first big studio partnership um, with Warner's on Batman um, versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, and brought the toys back. Yeah. Alexander and um, Sergey dressed as Batman, Superman, which were fantastic. Um, and I think that you know you're starting to see a deeper um, evolution of the partnership um, with these you know studio partnerships, and, and that's something that we'd like to to kind of continue um, you know throughout um, throughout the partnership term with the growth in
0: digital platforms, and you know, I mean, a lot of brands uh, just see the buzz and the newness in digital and want to get involved in that but we are seeing huge growth in cinema advertising over the last year and this year mm-hmm. what made compare the market want to invest so heavily in cinema
1: well i think they they realize that um you know if you're if you're you've got a, a proposition which is all about uh going to the cinema and um, going to the cinema more often we like to call it. we want more bums on seats more often essentially that shared ambition um, the the people that you need to be advertising to are are those that are, are already going to the cinema um, and you know getting them to go more frequently you're kind of your hardcore film fans and we also you know they understand all, that the cinema environment in terms of um, creative execution. Um, is one where, you know, you have no distractions. You are literally there to watch a film. It's a, it's a, it's a dark room. It's, it's a shared experience, and it's one that um, you haven't got your phone there or anything. And I think that, you know, your, your advertising and the message that comes across is, is so much more compelling um, and engaging when it's in the, um, in the cinema environment. So they're seeing, they're seeing um, some real great um, results, I think, off the back of um, certainly their Batman-Superman campaign, which was on screen. Um, I think they bought the gold spots um, via DCM for Batman vs Superman versus Justice. Superman, yep, they did. Yes, and they're and they're going to be back on screen um, this summer as well. So their new campaign launched on the eighth of July. So they've got some advertising. Um, yeah, it's got Macaulay but, Culkin. Macaulay in it, Culkin in it, which we'll yeah. come
0: on to very shortly. What have been the biggest challenges that? cinema first and compare the market faced in the first 15 months because as you said it was completely new to them cinema and you're uh and i was i mean i've been to their offices in uh, just outside Peterborough, and i was really impressed they've really gone for cinema with it haven't they they've completely rebranded their entire office they've it, i mean they've gone for the the hollywood association throughout the office i was really impressed how um their commitment to it and yeah
1: uh, i mean i think it's it's really um it's it's incredibly positive and um I think it's not something that you see every day, certainly I haven't seen throughout my career, a, a brand that embraces the partnership in the way that Compare the Market have. Um, as you say in their offices, um, You know, not only have they re-engineered their whole business around Meerkat movies and created essentially a loyalty platform, um, for their customers. You know, you get your Meerkat Movies membership for a whole entire year when you buy a qualifying product through Compare the Market. So that's a really brilliant proposition um, and a great saving for, for consumers as well. But internally, um, you know, this is now running through the DNA of the company. Um, and I think it's taken a little while to get there. I think, you know, when you go up to their offices, as you mentioned, they've got uh, they've got Arnie up there. They've got um, Nicole on the walls. You know, they've got Batman, Superman now. So you're living and breathing all of the creative campaigns with Meerkat Movies branding everywhere, which is great, um, but I think it was quite a big shift for them as a business. And I think uh, learning about the industry, as I said before, and um, and how we work both on a cinema side and also on a on a on a distribution side as well, has probably been one of the greatest challenges. Um, they're used to reacting; they're a digital business. So they're used to reacting very much. By the minute, you know, they can change things on their on their site to increase conversions, um, you know, in, 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 in two minutes if they need to. Um, whereas I think with our industry it's much more about planning ahead, looking at the the slate, seeing what's gonna work. Uh, looking at the data that they have and using that data around Meerkat Movies members more effectively to to drive frequency of visits, um, or to look at trying to drive, um, you know, uh, film choice for example for for customers that potentially wouldn't have gone to see um, one title versus another. Um, so looking at kind of expanding people's film repertoire. So I think those are some of the challenges that, that we faced and some of the opportunities as well um, going What's forward. What's been the
0: biggest learnings?
1: for myself, I think, um, is probably stakeholder management. There are so many people involved in this uh, this partnership, both from Compare the Market side, their agencies, their creative agencies, their media agencies, um, to all of the participating cinemas. Uh, we've got a huge number of independents which um, participate so in terms of screens we're up to almost 90 percent of UK screens are participating in Meerkat movies which is almost a 10 incre- percent increase on where we were with Orange um, and, and then also on the distribution side so trying to manage all of those um, those stakeholders all of their objectives all of their expectations has been um, has been a real challenge personally for, for myself but we're getting there And
0: you mentioned the creatives, we started off with Arnold Schwarzenegger and then Nicole Kidman and then Batman Vs. Superman and now you've got Macaulay Culkin, what are the um, strategies and thinking behind their creatives?
1: Well, I think the, 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 the first ad was um, was definitely all about um, generating as much awareness of meerkat movies as you possibly could, because it was basically launching a completely new brand into the market. Um, and what better way of doing that than taking a kind of a, a Hollywood great, and uh, what was he, the mayor of, or governor? Cal, governor go, 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 of California. Governor of, governator. Califor- governator, governator of California. Governor of California. Governor Into your meerkat world um and i think that was probably the thinking behind um behind the first um first campaign and then they moved on to nicole kidman which was all around i think you know, the strategy there was around mates, um, mates before dates. So it was all about bringing that kind of emotive benefit to um, to your Meerkat Movies membership, that you can take your friend or you can take your partner, um, and making it relevant for consumers, because I think there had been, in terms of comprehension with the first ad, awareness was really, really high of Meerkat Movies, but a lot of people thought that the Meerkat movie was coming out soon. Yeah, people thought, <laughs>
0: that's what I, I'd, I'd encounter people who asked me, when is Meerkat Movie coming out? yeah and to be honest I, watch got, this space I'd like never it, know, i never know maybe yeah. the amount of questions that people had they're thinking well maybe we should make we should make get some movie. cameo
1: roles for arnie and nicole Macaulay. and and, you. and me and me definitely definitely i need to be around that board table in hollywood <laughs> um, um so i think you know those were the those were the first two two campaigns um batman superman um i think you know, they really wanted to deepen the level of partnership and, and, and work with the studio. Um, it was a brilliant IP to work with. Um, it also allowed them to bring back toys for a limited p- period of time, um, and the toys looked fantastic. Again, you know, that again increased awareness of, of Meerkat movies. Um, it really aided in comprehension, and it also really spoke to the family audience, which is their heartland of, 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 of consumers for, for compared the markets, and also an incredibly important audience for for cinema, for cinema yeah. um, and one that can be really quite difficult to reach um, in terms of all of the you know the barriers to, to why families don't go to the cinema more often price is one of them and time is another one um, and so you've got now Macaulay Culkin coming back in and it's all you know it's a summer campaign and it's very much focused at families it's all about um, take your child or anyone um, is a tagline um, you know to, um, to the cinema with meerkat movies and I think you know if, I was actually with Compare the Market earlier today and uh, you know the, the, the results so far are, are really, really positive in terms of how that's actually um, sitting with, with consumers, um, both from an awareness, comprehension level, and then also actually driving into, um, into intent and, and getting into the cinema as well.
0: Okay, you've worked <coughs> extensively with brands and agencies on partnerships. You're basically the queen of partnerships. What makes a good brand partnership?
1: Well, I think firstly, brand fit. I think that from a consumer perspective, you need to you know you need to be able to see that the two brands kind of can brand worlds work together. I think that uh, having a shared uh, goal and ambition um, for for the partnership is key as well, and shared objectives, um, and knowing where you want to go. So, what are you trying to get out of the partnership? Is it about increasing your brand awareness? Is it about bringing a, a whole new audience that you you're you're not currently getting in, into your into your brand? Uh, and I, and then I think it's also about relationships. So I think that you know the two brands, in terms of who's managing that partnership, it's really really key that you've got honest, open kind of communication, and you've got really good trust between um, between the, the the teams internally.
0: What's been your most satisfying partnerships that you've worked on?
1: There's been a few. Obviously, Meerkat movies, Uh, there's number one, but um, actually going back to the beginning of my career, um, I worked at an agency called BD Network with Coca-Cola as my main client. I started off working across their football activations when they sponsored the football league. And then I actually moved on to Coca-Cola Music, and Music's a massive passion point of mine, so it's kind of like a dream come true. And I actually managed the the first ever partnership with, uh, between Coca-Cola and iTunes, when iTunes first launched. And I have to say that was probably, it was a huge learning curve. Coca-Cola, as you know, is a massive brand with huge awareness globally. Um, also very demanding as a client. Um, And then you've got the same kind of with Apple as well. And trying to kind of bring those two worlds together and and do a a first globally um, was, was, was tough, but incredibly rewarding talking about cinema more broadly what
0: what have you identified future partnerships that cinema can take advantage of or are you always thinking about opportunities in that way
1: we we are um i think one of the things I, I, is that with compare the market we're looking at planning more you know into the future so we're looking at kind of two-year plans now um i mentioned previously you know they've been more reactive um, in their business practices before um before this partnership so we are constantly looking at new opportunities and i think constantly trying to plan further out so we have the time to realize those opportunities we'll move away from partnerships at the moment
0: we last month we went we both went to cine europe in barcelona we cine did. europe is an annual expo where film distributors exhibitors uh, creative partners technological partners get together and they predominantly network and drink beer and about uh, while talking about film no, but also no, no, no,
1: there's a lot of hard work that goes on yeah, at Sydney there year, is over a lot of gin and tonics yes yeah, yeah. but we also <laughs> watch
0: a lot of film content and trailer reels from and presentations from the big distributors what stood out for you while you were there
1: oh gosh there's so many great films that are coming out i think over um you know the next uh wow god depending on who the distributor is I mean look at Disney it's like the next 10 years is all kind of mapped out but um, I think War Dogs looked fantastic
0: which is out end of August yeah it, it's directed by Todd Phillips who's directed The Hangover and it stars Miles Teller and Joan Hill and it looks good
1: yeah it looks, it looks fantastic and then I think Rogue One again you know sorry who doesn't want to who see that who doesn't want to see that that looks incredible and then the light between the oceans the light between oceans light yeah. between oceans that looks beautiful and I think that could be some um, win some Oscars that's um, 4th of factors. November yeah and that's
0: yeah. Michael Fassbender and Elisa Vikander and yeah. Rachel Weisz and so that must be where Rachel uh, sorry Elisa Vakanda and Michael Fassbender fell in love on that film
1: I can see why the and the so hopefully showed, there's going to be some, like
0: sparks flying and stuff and it does look
1: I romantic, think there'll be, I think there'll be a romantic, few tears that will be shed as well. Looks yeah. a little bit sad, That's, but yeah. beautifully shot. I think the cinematography in it looked amazing.
0: It does look like a good one. And at Ciné Europe, you sat on a panel. I did. Uh, the panel was on creative collaborations and partnerships, and I heard you aced it. Unfortunately, I wasn't there.
1: You were too busy uh, drinking beer. I got, I had uh, too I
0: had too much sun. I needed <laughs> a sit down. Um, <laughs> but what did you take from the panel?
1: Well. As you said, it was around kind of creative collaboration um, and how um, you know you can essentially grow audiences, um, you know, by by partnering with, with, with brands outside of the, the cinema sector. Um, and I was sat alongside Facebook, and uh, and Google Zoo, just a little bit intimidating. Um, two of the biggest It was intimidating for them as well uh, biggest brands in the world and, uh, and then little old me I think it, um, it was a really great session um, and if anything um, what I took from it is that um, we still need to be collaborating a lot more as an industry um, and I think actually that was echoed by the likes of Jeffrey Katzenberg uh, in the first um, panel of the of the conference um, talking about the future of cinema, that actually, you know, if we work together, you know, we, we really can achieve a hell of a lot more um, if than, than kind of working um, in silos, essentially. Um, so I think that that, that for me was, was, was the main thing to kind of take away from for the whole week, actually, not just my panel.
0: Have you seen any films recently?
1: I have actually I I went to the premiere of the BFG on Sunday. It's good, isn't it? Oh my goodness, it's amazing.
0: It's in cinemas on Friday. It's directed by Steven Spielberg, stars Mark Rylance. Ruby Barnhill as is is Sophie's very good, isn't She's she? She's
1: incredible. Mark Rylance as the BFG unbelievable. is unbelievable. And the way that they are able, I mean the technology these days is incredible to capture, you know, his the, the nuances of his facial expressions and the emotion it? oh it's wonderful and he's he's an incredible actor yeah um and uh i have to say i was lucky enough to be sat quite near the front and uh, and i was i was in arms reach of mr spielberg himself which did was, you touch him i tried to but he his moved away security quite quickly. Came and ran over <laughs> Get back. <laughs> but um,
0: uh, yeah, it's a good film, and it's outright the start of school holidays. It should be massive. I mean, it's, uh, I the, it's got Finding Dory coming out the following week, but two massive family films which should be running all through the summer.
1: And Secret Life of Pets is just going great guns, isn't it? Yeah. So I think, you know, great year for family titles.
0: Yep. Yeah. So outside of the films you saw, it's in Europe. Is there anything else you're looking forward to?
1: Suicide Squad. I have to say. It looks good, um, doesn't it? It looks brilliant.
0: Out 5th of August. Apparently, I
1: love the way you know all. The, look at this, all these dates just coming out. It's my job. I know, I know, but and you do it well.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> but um, I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I mean, Suicide Squad looks great. Everyone, everyone is really keen for this one. It's been given a 15 certificate by the BBFC, which I think is a bit of a surprise. But I don't think many people will be disappointed with that. I think it should.
1: Uh, Deadpool was 15, wasn't it? Yeah, look how yeah, well that did. Yeah, so. Deadpool
0: was massive. Um, it sh- I think it's going to be up there with Deadpool. That, Uh, one of the standout superior films of the year finally being part of cinema first there must be a real kind of a lot of desire to grow the cinema market how do we make cinema admissions get beyond the 175 million mark which has been the peak of recent years (laughs) Wow. Well, <laughs> That's a big I, question. I, I, that
1: is a massive question. Um, I think a lot of people would struggle with that.
0: Most most podcasts or interviews finish with an easy question, like... But not What mine. film are you seeing next? Not no, mine. we're going, how do we make cinema admissions bigger?
1: I think there's a number of ways. I think that, you know, it's not... One of them is, I think, you know, via partnerships like Meerkat Movies, uh, you know, which is all about driving frequency, getting people to go just that one extra time a year. Um, so that's going to up admissions. Um, so that's kind of number one. I think that, you know, outside of, uh, of Meerkat movies, there's lots of ways that exhibitors themselves can be looking at who, do, who their audience is and what other audiences do they want to bring in to, to their cinemas. And, and how can they do that effectively? How can they partner even at a local level you know, with local media outlets, for example, um, other leisure um, activities in the area? Um, how can they make it uh, maybe more affordable to kind of come to the cinema um, as well? Looking at bundled offers, for example, so cinema tickets and retail. So all these things I think can help you know drive um, drive admissions up. And then it's not just all about um, what cinema can do, it's also about what distribution can do. So, you know, a lot of it is about the content that comes to to our screen. So um, I think that you know there is a um from my perspective a need for more original content um to be coming to um to cinemas as well um and I think that again that's where we can look at collaboration with uh with distribution on creating content that's right for um for our audiences um and growing emissions in that way
0: well um I think we'll get on that right away and uh, (laughs) thanks for joining me Tanya it's been a pleasure and um, that's all for this month I'll be back next month with another guest thanks Tanya (laughs) thanks Tom bye